Hi there. Welcome to Shrink Chat. This is the companion show to our main podcast, Terror Talk. My name is Shannon, and I'm joined every week by my friend, Kathy. On this show, we talk about psychology and media and whatever else comes up. It's a bit looser. So hang out and welcome to Shrink Chat. Hi, everybody. This is Shrink Chat with Shannon. She is jumping ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I woke woke up with that song in my head today. Did you? Oh, you're like recording day. I'm going to sing. We'll be singing later. Cool. Welcome to Shrink Chat with Shannon and Kathy. Today on the show, as always, (laughs) we'll talk about some stuff, some horror stuff. I wanted to mention that uh, Shudder... Uh, which is a streaming service we watch a lot of horror on, had their Chainsaw Awards. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I've watched them before. Pretty cool. You know what was cool about this was that it was a tight 50 minutes. (laughs) It was like, boom, in, out. Plus, I mean, COVID, so not live, not having to deal with all that. They like recorded all the segments. Although they're doing the Oscars live. Yeah, yep. I know by the time people listen to this, the Oscars will be over, but we're right. And also we're open for business in Los Angeles. We are. So that makes oh, sense. Oh, that's true. Where's, where's the chainsaw awards? Oh, Usually. I don't know. It was online. Really? I mean, you know, it was yeah. all online. Yeah, so okay. I, I don't know where it normally is. Um, but I did want to mention some of the stuff. Uh, so uh, as you might imagine, the invisible man won a lot oh, of, yeah, won a lot of awards. So they got best wide release, uh, let's see. Lee Wanell won for best director of the invisible man, best screenplay for invisible man. Uh, I feel like there was maybe one other, but I'm not seeing it. Oh yeah. Uh, best lead performance, Elizabeth Moss. So she was awesome. Got a lot of awards there. Uh, achievement in nonfiction, uh, was last drive in with Joe Bob. He cool. won. So that was awesome. That was fun. He, there was a little recorded message. They had Jamie Lee Curtis on there that introduced the best lead performance. Uh, Kevin Smith did best director. So they got some very cool, some peeps in there. And then, uh, best limited release was color out of space. Uh, best f- first feature come to daddy. That was a crazy film. Uh, best international film was La Llorona. Best streaming premiere. Really? Mm-hmm. That was not a good movie. Okay. Not not the Conjuring Universe La Llorona. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, first of all, that's not this year. Best international film. Got it. <laughs> right, Got right, it. right. No, no, no. Totally different okay. movie. Better movie, honestly. Uh, best series was what we do in the shadows. I don't know if you watched that. Oh, my God. That is one of my favorites. <laughs> The, the series got an award yeah for oh, best series that that i didn't know because there's a movie too so yeah, yeah but the series sure. is so funny yeah it's really popular if you haven't watched it there's a bunch of seasons and it's very funny best streaming premiere movie was host mm. that makes sense a mm-hmm. lot of people like that that was good best makeup effects was possessor which i totally agree with amazing makeup in there uh, best supporting performance was Clancy Brown in the Mortuary Collection. He was great in that. Great, great, great flick too. If you haven't seen the Mortuary Collection, it's an anthology. It's one of the better anthology horror movies, I believe, in in recent years, at least that I've seen. And like I said, one of the better. There's others as well, but yeah. So I wanted to mention cool. those. Those are fun. And then there's also been uh, two nights of joe bob the last drive-in season three that have happened uh the first night was and the and the 
episodes of these movies are now available on Shudder. I saw that they did upload them. So Mother's Day, which we'll talk about a little later, The House by the Cemetery. And then this past Friday, I realize, uh, you know, it's, it's a few days from now, but like this past Friday, there is finally, ladies and gentlemen, a Joe Bob episode of one of my very favorite movies ever, Audition. Ugh. He did audition this last Friday night, and I was like, hey. Yeah, that's going to be good. It was funny. Everybody on the Discord and the servers that I'm in was like, oh, my God, it's Shannon night, you know? Yeah. It's <laughs> like I'm, I have an emoji on there. Yeah. Uh, that's the audition one. That's so, awesome. I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. That, that was my very first, uh, it was my very first avatar when I came on the yeah, Discord. That's and funny. So, uh, some people made it an emoji and whatever. So, and then they also did class of 84, which is a very young Michael Fox. Mm-hmm. He was credited Michael Fox. Not, not even Michael J. Fox mm-hmm. yet. He was very young. And yeah, I saw that streaming. Uh, so that those were the four movies that Joe Bob's done so far as of this recording. So cool. it's been a lot of fun. We, host uh joe bob on the discord we also host uh a double feature on thursday nights uh together with our patrons and it's a lot of fun and we're reading books too we're on our uh we're on the next book which is the lovely wife which uh today in book club i believe we've read up to uh chapter 21 21 yeah yeah so we'll discuss that in text with our book club on the discord this evening so it's a lot of fun cool yeah all right How, uh, now you know what we're gonna i don't i know it's really weird but we're gonna do this little Hood segment facts with cow <laughs> sounds like with a cow mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. it sounds like a lot of things um this we're going like classic all right S- sleeper all right this horror film number one Oh, boy. This horror film also goes by the name of Trixie. (laughs) Although failing at the box office became a cult classic and was remade in 2010. Number two, the famous director was coming off a big hit, once again returning to a small rural town in the grip of an infection which sends its host into a violent homicidal frenzy. Mm. Number three, This movie makes a political statement about the military creating a virus which turns people into angry zombies. Mm. And number four, in the remake, Timothy Oliphant plays the lead role. I don't know the name of it, but I know that I can see the movie in my head. (laughs) And I can see him on the cover box, too. Uh, The Crazies. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. And I have seen that. Yeah, I've Uh, seen the remake. I don't know if I've ever seen the original. Uh, probably not me either. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm definitely not an aficionado with like old horror at all. With some I am, but this one, I, I just remember the remake coming out in 2010 and I like him a lot. Oh, I do too. Yeah. He's great. Oh my God. I've watched the full series of justified like four, well, and, four and times. Santa Clarita <laughs> diet. Oh, he yeah. was great in that. It was yeah. too bad that got canceled, but yeah. I think it had run its course. I think honestly. there's only so much you can do with it. <laughs> yeah. But the, fir- the that few- first season. The, oh, oh the, 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 there were three seasons, right? I think so. Yeah. Two or three seasons. It was, yeah, Freaking so hilarious. Yeah. I mean, Drew, like... Yeah, oh, she's awesome. Jesus, so it's hilarious. Yeah. All right. So I was going to actually mention a few, I guess, pieces of news. Okay. Um, that you might want to know. You know, we've sort of been following and, and 
wanting a third season of Mindhunter. Yes. We really oh my like God. That. So every yes. time, and I think everybody does. And so that's why there's always a little bit of news on it. Like they could move one inch forward and there'd be like a big news story about right. it because everybody really wants it. But I guess a few days ago, uh, it's been revealed to us by sources close to Netflix that discussions between the streamer and David Fincher for Mindhunter season three are back on. All I can mm. really tell you about Mindhunter is that conversations between Netflix and Fincher are ongoing. They are discussing the possibility of bringing the show back for a third season. It's still very early days, but Fincher sounds more upbeat about the project. Okay. Again, that's exciting. Go forward an inch and we like have a news story because yeah. everybody's like, hello. That's su- that's fun. That's good stop news. Stop it, Fincher. Just stop not yeah. wanting to do it. Seriously, <laughs> just do it. Just stop it. We all want it. <laughs> Especially after season two. My God, I they're know. just they're just getting into the BTK. I know. And he had a, all five seasons or whatever plotted out. Like he knew what he was going to do. Dahmer, all of it. Like, come on. Yeah. All right. The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. So James Wan has, um, you know, I don't know if he passed the baton necessarily, but now Michael Che Chavez, uh, who uh, directed The Curse of La Llorona, which is part of the Conjuring universe, which you just were saying earlier was not good. Um, he's directing The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Conjuring series. Great. With me too. I love the, I love the conjuring universe. I don't like the curse of La Llorona either, but I like the conjuring universe a yeah. lot. I mean, it's like any, it's like Marvel. Like some of the films are great. Some aren't right. Like, but you can still like the whole right. deal. It's coming to theaters and HBO max on June 4th. So finally, hmm. much like the two, uh, the conjuring movies, um, there's, apparently they learned quote unquote terror violence and some disturbing images as if that's new. So the devil made me do it reveals a chilling story of terror, murder and unknown evil that shocked even experienced real life paranormal investigators, Ed and Lorraine Warren. One of the most sensational cases from their files. It starts with a fight for the soul of a young boy, then takes them beyond anything they'd ever seen before to mark the first time in U.S. history that a murder suspect would claim demonic possession as a defense. Hmm. Uh, Vera Farmiga, Patrick Wilson. Love both of them together in Mm -hmm. that. They both return to star in, um, and also Julian Hilliard, Ruari, O'Connor and Sarah Catherine Hook are also in it. So we have that cool. to look for. I'm really looking. That's maybe one of the HBO releases I will actually sit down and <laughs> watch. watch? Yeah. I have not been good about. Like I thought that you I would know, be the that. Theaters per- are, the theaters are opening. Are they? Yeah. Well. We're going to have to. I feel we have an inaugural. I mean, I still have an AMC gift card from you. <laughs> I probably do too. Like I, It's I been in my looked. car all sad for the last year. No, I think I have one too. I collected yeah. up all my gift cards and put them in a drawer for all the things. Well, because we, we might have to maybe see that one in the theater. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, I did also want to mention that there's new Army of Darkness reaction figures. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Three of Super 7's Army of Darkness reaction figures have been given a midnight makeover for a new set with Ash, the Pit Witch, and Deadite Scout coming along for the ride. I just... That's awesome. The pictures. He's like holding the Necromicon or whatever it's called. Necro... Oh, boy. Necronomicon. Thank you. The Deadites will slaughter me later out back for not knowing how they to will. say that. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was fun. 
so you went to an event. I, I did. Believe. So we were supposed, my friends and I were supposed to do this right over Halloween. Right. And then they decided with the COVID numbers going up. So I would imagine that the set has been sitting there for a while <laughs> yeah. um, and it is elaborate. Oh, wow. Uh, I w- so this is called the Reign of Terror Haunted House in Thousand Oaks. Um, wow. So my friend, he's done it every year. And he's like, Kath, if you have not done this, you have, you have to come. Well, you didn't used to live out here either. So, right. But I mean, I've known him for, I used to live with him. Mm -hmm. And so it's, and we used to do Halloween parts. So it's, he's like, I can't believe you. So anyway, he and his girlfriend and myself, we all went and, um, this thing they have, it's probably about you probably walk through for 40 minutes or so. Like it's long because it's one. Mm-hmm. Um, the sets, not only are the sets incredibly elaborate, in some ways almost better than universal. Um, there's all these different themes, but where there, there were some really good scares. I actually wrote this down. So there's, there's a point where you're walking through and he's up front and his girlfriend's in the middle and I'm in the back and you're, you're like looking forward you know because that's where you think you're going to get attacked this guy comes out of the ceiling (laughs) and grabs my friend and so all of this stuff is going on you walk through they recreate almost like pirates of the caribbean like there's all these the floor drops as you're walking there's smoke and then this was the coolest part at one point again your eyes are looking forward i look over and there's two zombies that fly they're on rigging oh nice and they come flying at you nice um i i cussed yes various and times this evening things. and it didn't kick anything <laughs> no kicking um they have a giant clown that comes out of the wall like a huge head they're pro i mean this was like really really elaborate and i think it was a good they do it every year if you look it up yeah, if they've been doing it for a long time, I'm sure they've got it. The clowns are terrifying. So they have like a clown section. They have a, um, I think, uh, like Texas chainsaw kind of, you walk through parts of this house where these people are all like maimed and their legs are cut off. And and then there's like a pirate part. I mean, there's all these different themes and the way they transition, because it's one, you know, like at Universal, you go yep. through different mazes. Mm-hmm. It's one big maze. So the way they transition you is really cool. And they've got like all every once in a while you walk into a room and there's, it almost looks like a television screen up and there's like a zombie <laughs> on it, like smacking it. And like, it's just really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, How they, long does the whole thing take? I want to say? say it's like a 45 minute you're walking through it. It's totally worth it. And then we did the VIP. So we didn't have to wait in line. It was just like, you just walk right in and do it. Yeah. Um, but and wow. Is it all year long? No, I think it's just, I think they're having it right now because they couldn't do it in October. Right. So they're just giving everybody the opportunity yeah. to use their tickets and yeah. then they'll have it again in September and October. Probably. Yeah. I think, cause that's when we tried to go. Did so. your friend happen to say like, is it different every year or? or yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. different. I, th- I think so. He said like some of the themes remain the same. They just do it up differently. Kind of like the mazes at yeah, Universal. Even for though sure. It's just one maze. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was very cool. That's awesome. Lots of fun. And it just felt good to be out. Halloween too. Yeah. <laughs> and people had Halloween gear on. Because we, we didn't have Halloween. Yeah. We yeah. didn't have a out and about Halloween yeah. this past year. So, so was, you got to get a little bit of that joke. It was cool. It was fun. Awesome. So we had a buddy watch. 
We this did. movie is 2007 and it's called Ah Zombies, but there's also an original title of Wasting Away. 90 minutes, comedy horror. Um, it's a <laughs> Netherlands movie. Yeah. Uh, turning the zombie film on its head, this film is an oddball comedy from the perspective of the brain munching monsters themselves. I've been on a zombie comedy or and zombie not comedy kick lately. Mm-hmm. So I had, uh, I program us to watch horror movies, a double feature of horror movies every Thursday night in the Discord. So. It's super fun because at the beginning of the month, which I'm doing right now for May, is I get to read about everything that's like coming out or that's going to be right. on screaming. And I remember reading about this one and being like, oh, hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely want to watch fun. this. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I was going to ask. So we watched it on the Discord together with um, other peeps, obviously. Um, what did you think? It was fun. It was hilarious. Yeah. Um, I, I like the, the way that they, when they they sort of switch back. So you realize that they believe they're still human. Uh-huh. And then like the, the Love it. they'll be like really ravenous and they go to eat something like a hot dog or whatever. And then the camera switches to black and white. And you really realize that they're, they're totally zombies that are like feeding on. Yeah. You know, one of the, one of the ideas in this movie is that you're um, that the zombies you get to see in action, the zombies who they think they are inside. <laughs> And it's young, you know, young people, young, cute, young people, whatever in a zombie movie. But it's like a lot of the action is not, you know, um, not dressed up like zombies. They're they they see themselves as themselves and then it'll flash to what they really look like as zombies, which is hilarious. Because you'll see like the girl and the boy kissing because they're falling in love and then it will switch to like them as zombies. And it's two zombies trying to kiss each other and look ridiculous. I think one of the things I really like about this movie is that, you know, it's a low budget indie. And one of the I like when low budget movies, uh, I mean, there's some stars in it, but I like when low budget movies find creative ways to save money. Yeah. So this is an amazingly creative way to save money. They don't have to use the zombie makeup and everything in the whole movie. Right. Because you've got this alternate universe of like, they think they're still personified. Regular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it was uh, one of our patrons, Chib, I think it was her that said like, oh, like like half of the, oh, I see what's happening. Because there's this moment when you realize like, Oh, they because you're going. Are they zombies? Are they yeah. not zombies? Like, is this they're all, they're their own little happening? crew? So they don't realize that they're all they've all turned. Yeah, and I remember her typing something like, "Oh, you know, like yeah. I see, I see what's happening." Yeah, the restaurant scene was fun too. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> what did you like about the restaurant? I scene? just it was clever. I did a. Uh, I've talked about this on the show before. I did a um, independent horror film years ago at Michigan state that was in a, actually in a film festival with Bruce Campbell called something smells like zombie. And we used a lot of really similar, you know, the black and white is easy because then you can use things like pudding for ooze and you can use, um, you know, just, you can be really clever with the props and it makes the zombies look like more grotesque when it's black and white. And if, especially if it's low budget, you can just make it really, really messy. Mm -hmm. And so I, I I appreciated like the comedy around, you know, people didn't know that they were essentially eating brains that they were in like a Mexican restaurant. So there's like the comedy mixed with like the really fun sort of, you know, gory special effects, dead alive stuff. Totally. Um, I don't know. It just, it, it was a throwback. And I think like an homage to a lot of, of of like the dead alive type you know absolutely zombie movies absolutely and uh, um 
I do like the zombie comedy subgenre, like yeah. the, the Shaun of the Dead's at all. Yeah, yeah. Like all, you know, so I I will err towards programming them. And it's funny because somebody was like, I'm seeing a theme because there was several, yeah. you know, yeah. we watched uh, Train to Busan and uh-huh. um, a bunch of other things <laughs> recently. So it's like, I'm seeing a theme that you like the subgenre. Yes, yeah. yes, I do. Sorry. It was funny. Um, All right. So what have, what have you been watching lately? What's something that you watched? Um, I watched a movie called Let's Scare Julie. Okay. Uh, it came out in 2019. A group of teen girls set out to scare their reclusive new neighbor, but the prank turns to terror when some of them don't come back. Um, it was it was pretty good. I mean, it, it got really bad reviews, and I think it's because the, the acting's a little bit annoying. Like IMDb <laughs> gave it like a three out of 10. Um, but there are, there are some good moments. I think it... it Again, a lot of these movies now are being made um, in a way that demonstrates how social media and cell phones and broadcasting things can become really problematic. And so, um, you know, the, the the concept of the film is that they're they're really just trying to trick this girl across the street, and um, they're kind of playing tricks on each other, and then they just get ahead of themselves. They get way ahead of themselves, and um, the next thing that they know, this prank that they thought they were playing that the house across the street ends up being this really, really deadly place. And, oh. um, little by little, like they're, cause they're having like a sleepover. Okay. The girls aren't coming back. And then the, you can't really tell, like, are they playing a joke on each other? Are they not. So there's this all like weird stuff going on the whole time. But I mean, it was, it was, it was okay. Like it was one of those where you watch it, you don't really watch it again. Um, but it's kind of fun for what it was. You know, it's, it's the teen horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Not a waste of time. Not a waste of time. You're not going to watch it again, but if you watch a lot of horror movies, like throw it on. Type and of it's, thing. It, it has that adolescent, just irresponsible, impulsive, you know, of course you're going to go ahead and do something stupid like that. And now <laughs> here you are trapped in this house with a madman. Who's, of course you idiots. Yeah. You could, it, it is one of those movies where you're like, why are you going <laughs> over there right now? <laughs> Which is a pleasurable experience for horror fans. And then you, you know, you suspect that there is something, you know, abandoned or haunted in that house. That's not allowing these girls to then come back home and they're it's just it's i don't know it's it wasn't it was fun yeah yeah three out of five stars (laughs) three out of ten on here yeah (laughs) well i mean for us (laughs) meaning meaning yeah it was decent leaning like not a waste of time enjoyed the ride not gonna watch again right gotcha i watched a movie called thale (laughs) t-h-a-l-e on shutter 2012 horror fantasy which i enjoy and i also generally speaking enjoy norwegian horror Mm -hmm. and norwegian general movies in general i like a lot of scandinavian um flicks i just like the sensibility so this is crime scene cleaners discover an unstoppable legendary creature at a remote cabin so the the legendary creature is a young girl who happens to have a tail, (laughs) which is the name of the movie really. So I will state my prejudice in that I do like Scandinavian horror and Scandinavian fantasy, uh, which they do couple their horror movies with fantasy a lot. And I, I I really enjoy that troll hunters. It's like, there's a ton of movies that mermaids, like they do all sorts of like mythological creatures. And Mm -hmm. so I will, air towards a mythological creature 
horror fantasy. Like mm-hmm. that's another subgenre that I really, really like. So I am skewed towards that. Uh, the you know the ratings and stuff on this movie aren't necessarily amazing, but what mm-hmm. I will say is that. I don't think that they make the most of the folklore premise, but there are mythological creatures in here that are CGI that I enjoyed. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed the, the basic idea and the girl that they used. Uh, It's, it's mostly like observational and creepy. It's not got a lot, a ton of, but you do get to see the tale. You do get to see the mythological creatures. Like you do see the stuff. It's not one of those movies where like you never see the thing. Right. (laughs) I don't like that at all. Right. I, I like to see the thing eventually. And, She's super creepy, I think, and it's very atmospheric, and I would recommend it, kind of similarly to what you're saying, although I would watch it again. Like, if someone else wanted to watch it, I'd be like, yeah, I'm down. Let, like, okay. like, I'll watch that movie with you. Not because it's any big emotional experience yeah. or anything like that, but just because, like, oh, yeah, no, let's watch that. I'd watch that again. All right, cool. You know? Yeah. So, um, I This next one I really liked. Okay. Um, it's called Ruin Me. Okay. Came out in 2017. Um, Alexander reluctantly tags along for Slasher Sleepout, an extreme event that is part camping trip, part haunted house, and part escape room. But when the fun turns deadly, Alex has to play the game if she wants to make it out alive. That sounds totally up your alley, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, so it, 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 it clearly there's a throwback, you know, homage to the 80s slasher. Absolutely. But it also has a lot of elements of, like, Cabin in the Woods and, and things where... So you... She ends up going on this thing with her boyfriend um, and they meet up with like four other groups that they have to play along to escape. Right. And um, the idea is that these clues are given along the way, but they have a secret like safe word that if they use it, they'll stop the game and they'll come take the person out. And, you know, if you get too freaked out or whatever, well, she just happened to come (laughs) along um, because her her boyfriend's friend opted out and she's like, all right, I'll, I'll go with him or whatever. And as the movie progresses, you start to wonder if really it was a mistake that she was asked to come. Um, I don't, I I don't, I don't know if it's okay to give anything away about it, but um, the, it ends up being a really big game on her. Okay. Uh, But I'm not, I won't give away whether it's uh, a deadly game or a game just to fuck with her. Right. But you, it really has some fun moments and the characters you get to know there's character development enough, which you don't usually get in movies like this. So like Uh there's some characters you're like, yeah, go ahead and fucking die. And then there are others. Everyone to die. Yeah. And then, and then there's some where you're like, is he going to turn bad or is he? And so this, there is a curiosity. You're caught in the gate. You're caught in the game with her as the movie progresses and you feel like you're getting gaslighted with her um <laughs> which is a really good and then there's a couple yeah there's a couple turns so it's fun I, I liked it oh good yeah awesome uh we both watched mother's day <laughs> so mother's day was the first movie oh that joe bob uh showed as part of the last drive in this year and as many of you know with joe bob it's it's not so much about the movie always because a lot of times it's bad drive-in movies but a lot of times it's good movies like audition yeah but um 
a lot of times it's older sort of campy drive-in movies yeah i mean that's the whole freaking brand right the last Mm -hmm. drive-in so what you're really watching for is for joe bob to like rip it apart and talk about it and 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 interview people and that that first episode of this season had eli roth as a and i think it's because it was one of his favorites it was one of his influences is the why they had him on there for sure so uh mother's day 1980 91 minutes long comedy horror thriller. Two brothers kidnap and brutalize three women for the pleasure of their demented mother. Doesn't sound like a comedy, does it? Uh, n- <laughs> no, but it was it was certainly a 1980s comedy horror film. I mean, with the giggling and the tits everywhere, <laughs> and the you're just yeah. like, there's no way they would make this movie. <laughs> and, no and, way. And, and the overt like sexual sadism and and how bad were the with the the guy's fake teeth the really you could tell it was a prop so bad yeah psycho hag oh god it was like a cross cross between you know it had like a texas chainsaw influence and a mixed with last house on the left mixed with um god what else would you throw in there i mean it, it's just it's the was, baby out with the bathwater at some point i was like what the fuck am i watching <laughs> And then the mother's like, she's just really, you know, helping them or really encouraging them to like rape and kill these women. I mean, it is just like, do it for mommy. I mean, and these (laughs) guys, these guys are like straight up inbred, you know, I mean, that's why I'm saying it's kind of has like that Texas chainsaw, except she's Leatherface in it and this, or maybe she's the father in it or whatever. That's sort of orchestrating this whole thing. But it is just bizarre <laughs> no it's definitely that backwater horror yeah <laughs> the inbred inbred jed type in the of- makeup i mean the the when someone gets slaughtered and slash the the blood is so red <laughs> i mean it's there's nothing about it that's yeah no no <laughs> you mean there's nothing about it that's in any way realistic that's right <laughs> well and that maybe that's why you know it becomes it's a comedy mm-hmm. do you think it's like a i don't know a fun ride for people who like really campy yeah i mean if you if you really like the throwback campy sleeper cult this is and certainly the texas that. Chainsaw, like like recently in an episode i talked about texas chainsaw massacre 2 and how that's more comedy campy so it's like if you like that sort of thing, maybe here it is, and I think Eli Roth made a comparison to it. Uh, it's it's in the same camp as like blood sucking freak, so which I've seen and is really demented and really disturbing. Mm-hmm. And Mother's Day's actually been um, it was banned in the UK due to like its depiction of violence and rape. It it really is like if you take the it, it has this really fucked up message because you're kind of laughing along, but at the same time these women are getting like really disgustingly tortured and raped and that's always really hard for me to watch and so he talks about he goes into that a little bit and sort of compares it to the 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 same feeling you get when you watch blood-sucking freaks which has a lot of the same scenes where these women are sort of brought in and humiliated and spanked and tortured and all this all in this like very weird funny-esque like you're just kind of going do i want to laugh or puke like what is going on yeah and that's it's i guess that's its charm for people who like it right yeah it creates and why these aren't really made anymore right why like creates that dialectic inside of you but if you watch that episode with joe bob there's a lot of really great in fact a lot of the the 
horror facts that I'd used for Eli Roth's week that I used. I was We're in there. I almost was going to tease you this week and pull a pepper on you <laughs> and do the Eli Roth trivia again to see if you would oh, know I it just know. because, you nope. know, a, a lot of the facts that I went over that day, he actually went over on It'd that It'd be episode. a very quick um, be a pr- joke. Pretty quick. You'd be like, I don't know. I, I, I will not yeah. remember. But he talked likely. about that flesh disorder that he got when he was in iceland or whatever that i had talked about yeah yeah there was a whole lot if you like eli roth that was five hours of eli roth i i can take him or leave him i mean i I was not a fan of the hostel through both movies some of his stuff cabin fever i loved i enjoyed some of it i certainly enjoyed the movies and i enjoyed joe bob but i also was getting a little exhausted yeah by i mean the episodes are always long i mean you you can split them up and watch them later or whatever we do them live in the discord because that's fun yeah um but you know you don't have to watch it all in one sitting and and it was just a little too much eli for me it was a lot of eli like i like joe bob yeah i want to hear joe bob talk yeah and i want to see joe bob and darcy do silly things and do skits and stuff and you know this the show is great i mean i i love the last drive-in so when they have a guest it's a little weird for me because i i I don't necessarily care (laughs) i don't i don't either unless it's like you know kane hotter or (laughs) well and usually when they have less you know i think he liked he made a big deal that he had eli roth on the show and i think that that was a well they're also trying to get viewers too right but i i agree with you i watch joe bob more so for him and darcy yep um, every once in a while they'll have somebody on that's fun, but yes. yeah, th- it was a lot of Eli. I agree. When it gets super serious like that, like you could see Joe Bob's trying to make it light and funny or whatever. But when you're talking to directors about their influences and in movies and stuff, it's going to get real drab, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Anything else you want to mention this episode? I don't think so. I have one more that I'm going to talk about. Okay. So I, have you ever seen... I have now seen this movie at least twice. Yeah, twice, I think. Have you ever seen the movie Zombievers? Zombievers? Yes, ma'am. No. Okay. 2014 action comedy fantasy, one of um, Pepper's favorite oh. movies. Okay. Okay. She likes trash. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Pepper. I got to ask you about this. Oh, yeah. She likes trash. She does. She'll tell you. It's really good stuff. Uh Hour and 17 Minutes uh, came out in 2014, like I said that. A fun weekend turns into madness and horror for a bunch of groupies looking for fun in a beaver-infested swamp. Okay. So I have now seen this movie twice. The reason why I've seen it twice is because um, when I first joined Discord, there's a lot of people and they always talk about like the best trash movies. Yeah. And I have a little list and maybe, maybe someday we'll, we'll do an episode on like our favorite, um, trashy. And I don't mean trash. Like this is the worst movie I've ever seen. I mean, trash, like this is trash and this is super fucking fun. Right. So zombie versus one of those. Mm -hmm. So I saw it. I had, uh, everybody was talking about, this is like last year when I first joined discord and like, you know, it was COVID. (laughs) So I joined discord. I'm watching movies with strangers. It was a lot of fun, met a lot of wonderful people. Now we have a patron, like it's developed into something, but like it was one of those movies they all joked and talked about. Yeah. Like I would never watch this movie of my own accord. So let me watch it. So I watched it by myself and thoroughly enjoyed it. And now I have watched it with others and thoroughly enjoyed it on our discord. So, or actually I, uh, we were on a different discord, sorry, that is, um, 
changed names and is different now. But at the time, it was so Zombievers. I mean, it's a lot of fun, man. Yeah, I looked this up. There's breasts. I mean, everybody likes boob breasts. Boob foo. There's some boob foo. And there's beavers there's some who are zombies. So, I mean, really, what's not to like? So it's directed by Jordan Rubin. It's a young cast. Oh my god! Oh, are you looking at the yeah. photos? Look mm. at look at look at the zombie. He's got the little teeth. I know. So I want to say like Bill Burr is in this movie. Oh, like, I like him. He's got a part in it. John Mayer is in this movie. Oh, he's this got is a part. hilarious. Courtney Palm. Um, it's Rachel Melvin, Hutch Dano. There's a bunch of people in this movie, and. It's a lot of fun. So if you have not seen Zombievers and you like... Oh, God. When they... When they tran- what's the word I'm looking for? Transition? No. Transform. Transform mm-hmm. into the... Like into the what? human face with the beaver teeth? Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. So if you like really kind of goofy, funny movies where whatever the creature is is sort of hilariously fake because that's kind of the idea like this is not one of those movies that takes itself seriously what i would say about trashy movies is and how i would characterize good trashy movies is there are movies that don't take themselves too seriously right and so you do get this overwhelming you know it's not high art sure <laughs> you know it, it doesn't take itself seriously it's like kind of gory and insane and hilarious so better to watch with friends got it okay you know it grossed eight thousand dollars so it's like it's not <laughs> right <laughs> but it's not it's not super 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 low budget like the production value isn't horrible yeah so no i can I tell know. it looks fun though it looks hilarious <laughs> lot of fun and i will watch it again okay and again all right if my friends want to (laughs) um like it's a movie if we sat down to like a halloween night with our popcorn and candy and toys around or whatever because we're just goofy like that yeah we throw our own halloween parties for two yeah (laughs) i would totally throw in zombie to make you watch it i'll watch it with you (laughs) amazing uh so I will mention that there haven't been any um, new Clarice episodes, but that we're going to postpone talking about it once again. So we're just waiting. I think uh, neither one of us is that like hard pressed to, to deal with it. And so for those of you who, who do care about that series, we, we apologize, but we're going to wait. We'll be back. We're going to wait and talk more generally about it probably because going episode by episode was just kind of boring for us. <laughs> and that means we would bore you right. with, with whatever That's we a said true story. Yeah. So we're not going to do that. Um, but thank you so much for listening. This has been an episode of shrink chat. My name is Shannon and I'm Kathy sleep safe, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Shrink Chat. Please check us out on our Patreon page, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We'd love to engage with you as part of our community. Please take a moment to leave us a comment on any of our social media. Thank you so much for listening. And once again, sleep safe.